Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 90. And for the next 10 episodes, only 90s kids will remember them. <laughs> oh, gotta go to chat. Hello, Fred. <laughs> hello, the Epic Editor YouTube. Hello, uh, Lewis. Hello, Ray. Hello, Nala. Hello, iOS. Hello, Viltov. Hello, hello, Cowboy. Hello, everybody who is here. Also, special thank you to Robert. Samoan Stig and Fred Bushi for the sponsors. Thank you guys so much. So, right off the bat, YouTube's got a new thing now. Yes. Uh, we had it last week because we were part of the beta, but apparently it's out of beta. Yeah. I don't know. It should probably still be in beta. <laughs> probably, but, but YouTube is just like Twitch now, and they have sponsors. So you can sponsor us. Same thing as Twitch. $5 a month. Mm -hmm. You get a little thing next to your name. Fred's got it. Right now, it's... Uh, little mario maker mario probably that'll probably change because that is super copywritten yeah <laughs> um but you also get a little little sonic guy you get the little sonic guy as an emote oh, yeah. that you can use we need two more sponsors so we can unlock two more emo slots because right now we only have three once we get so to who's five gonna we, be? Get, we get three emotes and who's i would like to make be? more emotes Thank you for being here. Thank you for doing that. Also, we're going to have new more stuff for uh, sponsors eventually. I don't know what we're going to do yet. Right now, you just get the emotes. You In our Discord, there's a private chat for sponsors only. Mm -hmm. Also, if you're on my Twitch, you get added to that chat also. Um, but as of right now, you're just going to see your name come up. You might see some names come up eventually. You might see, hear some sounds weird if you're listening to the podcast. But that, those, will, those weird sounds are all people sponsoring us and stuff. And leaving super chats and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So thank you all for doing that. I, the reason why I say it should still be in beta is because I'm all, I'm pretty sure that it only works on desktop and Android phones. Mm, that it seems like a big deal. Doesn't work on iOS, so that's half of our audience right there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, if you can sponsor or even want to, you have to yeah. want to, I guess. In order yeah, to there's, there's no pressure. If you can't, or if it's too much hassle, don't even worry yeah, about it. Yeah, don't worry deal. about it. You're not obligated to do it. Your if eyeballs we... mean more to us. Yes. If you do do it, this just means we like you more. Yep. Pretty much. It's also it's also just a nice way to support us on, on this channel. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, there's that. And there we go. I have a new sponsor, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. And it'll make a sound eventually. Yeah. Right? You're going to do it, right, computer? Probably got to catch up. You better catch up. That's Stream Tips. No, they changed their name to Stream Labs. Uh -huh. Stream Labs. I uh, see he's got a little thing now. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Mario Maker Mario. I got to change it. What do you want it to be? What should we do? I don't know. It should be like us related, I feel. I know. But what What? What will we do? Uh, I don't know. Super Fred with the $2 super chat. Thank you for He wants to hear the super chat. Trying now. to make a sound, but now <laughs> it's not working. Now I feel stupid. There we go. There you go. That's, that's the sound of a sponsor. And then the super chat is the Sonic uh, end theme yeah. when, you, when you beat a level. All the emotes so far, they're going to be Sonic themed. I feel like we can get away with that. Mm -hmm. But for the for the little uh, for the little uh, badge. New sponsor! Know. There we go! Timo Timotius! Okay, no more sponsors. We hit the cap. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, thank you for, for sponsoring us. Yes. Uh, Samoa Stick says it works on iOS, but I had to get the YouTube gaming app and do it there. But I'm on normal YouTube app now, and it works. He was the one I was talking about. He was like uh, the second one. The yeah. first one was Fred. Um, so yeah, there you go, YouTube gaming. The YouTube gaming app, if you're watching a live stream, it's fantastic, mm -hmm. I have to say. If you're doing anything else on YouTube, just use the regular YouTube app. But the YouTube gaming and the YouTube gaming website is fantastic yeah, for watching have, streams. Especially now, since like they changed their whole uh, GUI 
the regular YouTube site for there it is. The regular YouTube site for um, live streaming, the chat is this big. Yeah. Like you can't, you can only see like two lines of chat. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, so thank you all for the support. Yes, and now there's you. more ways to support. This is more ways for us to give each other hugs. Yes. Um, but of course, the best thing to do is to just subscribe just and watch a damn video. Yes. Share this video with a friend. A friend who likes to see two brothers talk about pop culture stuff. Yes. And right off the bat, Will. Mm hmm I'd like to talk about uh, this. Uh, the, a while ago, it was learned that on the Switch itself, there is an NES emulator. Yes. Uh, we're, that's, that's all we knew. Yes. There's an NES emulator buried inside of the Switch. Mm -hmm. Why is it there? Everybody's like, oh, maybe it's a virtual console. Well, maybe it's, yeah. You know, maybe. It is a pretty big deal. It's a big deal. And because there is no virtual console on the Switch. Right. That's why but this is... A pretty damn There big was deal. some proof that the Switch can handle NES games. Yes. So now we are learning that it's not really a Switch, uh, uh, an NES simulator. It is, but yeah. it's the game Golf. Yes. It, it, it's just the, the NES game Golf. And nobody knew why that was. I think a week ago we learned... No, a, a while ago we learned it was Golf. So yeah. first we learned it was an NES simulator. Then we learned it was a game called Golf. And... About a week ago, uh, we start there. There was some speculation that was pretty on point. Yeah, people uh, started to figure out how to access it. And well, that was yeah. that was this week. Yeah, uh, somebody tweeted uh, this guy. I don't know this guy, Justin Epperson. Yeah, he said golf is embedded in the Switch firmware, and uh, JP Internet is calling it an Amamori or charm for Iwata. He coded the game himself. Yeah. So this is an, this is a Satoru Iwata game. Satoru Iwata was the uh whatchamacallit? Was the... CEO? No no no. Well yeah, he was the president of Nintendo, the the fourth president of Nintendo, the first person not from the Yamauchi family to be president of Nintendo. He passed away um, a few years ago at the age of fifty five after a battle with cancer. Um, but he was the original programmer for golf. He did it all for himself all by himself. He managed to get all 18 holes onto an NES car, which everybody thought was impossible. To do. He was absolutely brilliant. He yes. coded a lot of, he was a programmer for a lot of your favorite games. Yeah. Uh, what did he do for Pokemon? He did something like Pokemon gold and Pokemon. silver. They were done with, they were almost done with the game. And then Iwata said, you know, you can fit the entire uh, region from the first game on here. And they're like, no, you can't. Like that is impossible. Like, no, no, you can do it. Just give me a weekend. And like in like a week or two, he managed to put the entire map from Pokemon Red and Blue onto the cart for Gold and Silver. In addition to the stuff that was already there, he's an absolute genius. And uh, the gaming historian has an awesome video yes. on him. I, it's it's pretty long, but mm -hmm. it's 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 a great little documentary about Satoru Iwata's life and and his work at Nintendo and how yeah. important he was to all of your favorite games. But, again, this guy added to his tweet, uh, in Japanese culture, an Amamori, uh, in Japanese culture, Amamori are brought at, are bought at shrines for various reasons. If you keep one close to you, it will protect you or give, or give you luck. So the idea is Nintendo embedded Iwata's game to watch over every unit, and that's effing me up real good right now. <laughs> <laughs> that man was loved. So, so that... It, it, it after, after that, p people started to learn that this was an homage to uh, Satoru Iwata. Mm -hmm. And once people learned that, 
they started to figure out how to access golf. Uh, some somebody, a bunch of hackers dug more into the code, and they started to learn that um, it, the game can only be accessed on June 11th or July 11th? June 11th. I'm on the Kotaku article. Oh, July 11th. July 11th. So it can only be accessed on the date July 11th. We well, don't know if it's just this year or next year. Right. Well, July July 11th is significant because that's the day Satoru Iwata passed away. Yes. And now I, I'm i a little skeptical of this, but everybody seems to be claiming this is legit. Yeah. Um, If you take the Joy... On, on July 11th, if you take the Joy-Cons off... And you do Satoru Iwata's little... Nintendo Direct, directly to you motion. Yeah, his directly to you motion. A bunch of times. It takes a bunch of times yeah. to do it. But you do it enough times, and eventually golf will just load up. So, that's very interesting. Yeah. Also, you can't just change the date. No, apparently when you set up your Switch, it, um, it will sync with the internet. And automatically keep the date and time accurate. Right. And you can't go back in and change it. There is a way when you're setting up your Switch to bypass that and do it manually. But that's the only time you can do it. So if you have a brand new out-of-the-box Switch, uh, don't connect it to the internet. Right. And, try and set your date to July 11th and see if it works. Yes. Because you will be one of the only people who will be able to do that because yeah. you have a brand new switch i'm not about to go out and buy a switch for 300 dollars just to try this i thought about it i no, saw this right. and i was like man i need i in order to do this i need another switch yeah. but uh i'm not doing that so this is cool i, I still like this is so easy to fake yeah but I feel everybody's like, reporting yeah, on it i as feel if like the legit. fact that there's so so many people coming out and saying like no this is true like we've been able to get it to work yeah yeah, that just confirms the validity of it. I think that's... This is the motion. This is Satoru Wada right there doing the motion. Yeah. This is an insane thing to embed. This is crazy. Like, who thinks to do something like this? Like, there's Easter eggs and whatnot, but, like, this is on every this is, single this is console. This is another level, yeah. This is the whole yeah. game on a console that you can only access so this is one like day a year. baked into the system software, yeah. pretty much. This is a This is a big deal. And this shows you how much everybody loves Satoru Iwata, how yeah. important he was for Nintendo. Mm -hmm. <sighs> so that was the that was the biggest thing that I, that I <laughs> saw saw this week. Um, uh, Ray, Ray asks, "How they find the NES in it? Can I get it?" I uh, think the um, people who like hack and try to homebrew things, they were just like futzing around in the Switch's system software. First, they found the emulator. Yeah, they, it was called something like Flog Emulator. Yeah. And nobody knew what that was until they figured out that it was the game. Golf. Golf, golf spelled backwards yeah. is Flog. This thing was in there. Mm -hmm. I also just learned you uh, from the game, the uh, Did You Know Gaming. Uh, what was it? Mew was added to Pokemon Red and Blue or Green or whatever. Uh, by, by one of the... One of the programmers just added him uh, without telling anybody. Yeah. He was not supposed to be in the game yeah. at all. <laughs> so that's a little that's another little Easter egg. Yeah. Everybody's saying, wow, what a legend. Uh, yep. Uh, 
Smoking Sticks says, if I finally get my Switch, you can use mine to see if it works. I would love to. Yeah. I would love to do that. I would love to try that out. I'd also love to play golf with them. Like, apparently, it has full motion controller support. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a big deal. That is a very they re- big deal. They basically remade this game. Well, yeah. not remade, but they added stuff to yeah. this game. This is a brand new game. So then in that case, if they, if they added motion control support to it, if there's an NES emulator built into the Switch, and that the game that's programmed into it has motion control added, what does this mean for when they eventually bring NES games to the Switch? Are they going to have motion controls built into it as well? Is it going to run you know, flawlessly because the emulator is baked into the console? Now, I feel like it's just easy to add motion controls to a game like Golf. Probably. Because yeah. you're just, it's very linear. You're just swinging the things. So yeah. You know how hard you could swing it. There's no, like, you know, it, and they've done this before. Yeah. So, with the other, with the Wii. So, I don't think we're going to see many NES games uh, in virtual console with motion controls. Right. But uh, they've done it and it's possible. But I, I just don't, what other NES games would, would track and field <laughs> like this? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't gift that. But yeah, that was the biggest news that I saw. Another Nintendo news that will blow through because not a lot happened. Yeah. Um, this is a big deal. Okay. And this is a really I'm, big deal. I don't think anybody realizes how big of a deal I'm this listening. is. Uh, Nintendo stock prices jumps after Switch game announcement from Tencent. Remember last week I said Tencent was the biggest games company in the world? Yes. And they had a they had that game announcement that they're making a game for the Switch? Yes. And in America, everybody's like, oh, that looks weird. But... In China, everybody's like, holy crap, this is a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, So this article is from GameSpot. It says, Nintendo stock price jumped by more than 7% this week, which is good for me because I have stock. Apparently, in response to the news from that a game from Chinese internet giant Tencent is coming to Nintendo Switch. The company's multiplayer online game Arena of Valor was announced for Nintendo Switch during a Nintendo Direct, and it's due... Oh, don't give me a freaking ad. And it's due out later this year. Sources told Wall Street Journal that investors are enthusiastic about the news because it, quote, could be a, a precursor to arrangements allowing Nintendo to sell the Switch and its mobile games in China. China, of course, is a massive market for gaming, and if Nintendo can have success in that region... That could end up being a big bottom line booster. Wall Street Journal also reported that Nintendo has been looking for ways to expand in China and is considering Tencent as a potential partner, according to sources. The insiders said Nintendo thought about bringing the Wii U to China, but backed away from this. Uh, you can read the Wall Street Journal report here. I think that's the end. Of the- oh, no, there's more. <laughs> Where are we? Uh, Arena of Valor, which is known as Honor Honor of Kings in other markets, is a free-to-play game. You can choose from 35 heroes, including roles like tank, mage, warrior, and assassin. A beta test of the game will launch this winter. This is the important bit. Yes. After 15 years, China lifted its console ban in 2015. So for 15 years, yes, there were no consoles allowed in yes. China. They considered it a form of gambling. That That's so weird. Yeah. But they had mobile games. Yes. So you could play games on your phone. You just couldn't have a game console. Yes. Uh, so for 15 years, people only played games on their phone. That's why Tencent is so big. Yeah. They're a mobile game company. And now they're making a game for a console, which is a big deal. Yeah. Um, 
Sony, PlayStation 4, and Microsoft Xbox One brought their consoles to the country, but an issue that persists is that games must pass through China's Ministry of Culture to be approved for release. That's a that's a big pain in the ass for people, especially because Hollywood now is trying to do everything they can to get movies in China because it's the second the second largest market and growing. What's the first, America? Yeah, but like China is like by like in the next year or so, China's going to be number one. Yeah, Ch- China. So China. That's a that's a huge market for media period. But the problem is the Ministry of Culture is like very. They only allow a certain amount of like foreign movies in per year, and those Damn. foreign movies have to pass like a whole lot of, you know, rigors and tests and stuff. If it wasn't co-financed by a Chinese, you know, production house, if it's one hundred percent made in another country, the country that movie has to do like so many things. It's got to be censored up the wazoo. It it helps if it has like China positive scenes and messaging in it. Like for Iron Man three, they added an entire subplot. About his doctor from China. Yeah, I remember. Just that. to get it into China, and they, and it, yeah, he was in it for like a second. Yeah, in America, but in the Chinese market, there was like a whole. It's like a whole story. Yeah, I kind of want to see that. I apparently it's garbage. Yeah, I could imagine. It's just it's literally just filler. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is a big market, and plus Tencent is a Chinese company, so they are going to pass through the Ministry of. Uh, what is it called? Just, Ministry of Culture. Ministry of Culture. Yeah, Tencent will, yeah. Yeah, Tencent will have no problem doing that. Uh, I'd also like to say, this guy is really good on Twitter. Uh, ZHugeEX. Mm-hmm. He said, forget your Doom, forget your Mario, forget all other games. It's Arena of Valor that is the biggest game on the <laughs> Switch right now. He said, this article goes into Arena of Valor on Switch. Could actually mean for both Tencent and Nintendo. So, but he's just linking to the same Wall Street yeah. Journal article. So this is a big deal. You don't have to play the game. You don't have to be into right. weird Chinese games. The big deal here is just that Nintendo is going to make boatloads of money. Yes. And that means they could do more stuff here in America. That means more uh, more good games that we will be interested yes, in. Yes, absolutely. I'm not interested in Arena of Valor. I'm not interested in playing it. Yeah. But I'm interested in what it could mean for Nintendo in the future. Mm-hmm. And th- it uh, like they're going to lead the pack in China. Yeah, if they get ten cent on, and and like you said, second biggest market, gunning up to be the first, uh, that's just going to spread. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, you already see it now. All these uh, developers are looking at the Switch and and going at it hard because they know that it's a big deal. Yeah, especially Doom. if you get like yeah, Doom and Wolfenstein. That's insane. Apparently, there's rumor that Final Fantasy 15 is coming. Yeah, the switch. But people don't know if it's gonna be that weird mobile one, which I I don't think. No, I think like actual Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, they're gonna they're they're gonna do that. Yeah, put it on the switch and I'll play it. Yeah. Uh, AJ asks, I wonder if golf will be one of the games with online multiplayer added with Switch Online. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they're supposed to say online multiplayer coming to NES and SNES games. They said that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, when they. Launch either the virtual console or the whole... No, it was supposed to be part of like their subscription service where you get a game or two for free. Mm-hmm. Online support was going to be added. Now the whole like their Netflix-style thing, I think that's carries over. That's awesome. Yeah. I love everything that's happening. Hopefully, uh, they'll have uh, cloud saves. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, ability to use more than one SD card and transfer purchases. Just a and... better account system. Yeah. 
blah, blah. Mr. Brackerock, I know one of the culture issues is no ghosts. Movies with ghosts are never yes. brought into China. Yes, that is true. Uh, the Ghostbusters movie from like a year or two ago was banned in China because they had ghosts. Wow, yeah, man, that's so weird. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, it, apparently, like they had to work really hard to get Star Wars in China. Oh, we play. You watch. Uh, says it was censored. Uh, it was censored on all consoles except PC. They're they're talking about South Park. Oh, South Park. Yeah, I was gonna say China probably had PC games. Yeah, it's just consoles. Yeah, I, before I said they only had mobile games, but I forgot about PC. Yeah, I often forget about. I know PC. Um, Nintendo re-released the N64 in China as the IQ player. That was like a plug-and-play device. I'm we had a focus? The focus. Okay. Yeah, if you look up, if you look up the IQ player, uh, Nintendo re-released the N64. It was really just a controller you plug into your TV, so you could play N64 games on it. And that was like. The only video game system they had in China for a long time. That was probably the last one. Yeah. I think like Jeez. bootlegs were big though in China. Yeah. Well, a bootleg of everything yeah. is big in China. <laughs> All right. What else do we got here? Right. Um, I threw I threw some things in the keep. Big trailer day today. All right. What happened? Uh, hey, give, give, slap one on me. Bro. All right. Let's just start with the top. There was uh, the Tomb Raider trailer. Oh, my God. Uh, so we finally get the trailer for the new Tomb Raider reboot, starring Academy Award winner Alicia Vikander as Laura Croft. Who is she? She am I supposed to know her? Uh, probably. I forgot what she won. I think she won the Oscar for the the Danish Girl, but she was the main robot from Ex Machina. She was um, yeah, one of the female leads in uh, The Man from Uncle, and now she is Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. I like her. Yes. She is very pretty. She is very pretty. She's a very good actress. This movie does does not look good. This movie bothers me <laughs> a lot. Like, um, I, 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 so video game movies, never a good idea. Right. Uh, this looks like they did everything exactly wrong. <laughs> they, they, it looks like they're, they're trying to make this a stereotypical video game movie. That's what it looks like. They're. The trailer, it looks like it's relying on, like, iconography from the game. Because, like, there's the part where she's, like, jumping across the dilapidated uh, plane. She's jumping off the boat. She's on the island. She's, like, running through a tomb and, like, sliding under things. But it doesn't understand why all that stuff is there, why it's important, what it means, or anything like that. The music in the trailer really bothered me. Because it made it sound like this is like some upbeat action movie. And the new this is based on the newer Tomb Raider games. And those aren't exactly like happy-go-lucky, like upbeat games. Yeah. The first reboot is essentially a survival horror game. And the second one is like a very dark, you know, Indiana Jones style game. So, you know, this looks like it was it's more in line with the classic style Tomb Raider. Right down to at the very end, I don't know if you caught this, but at the very end when Nick Frost is like, oh yeah, guns, because it's a crazy world out there, and she's holding up two pistols, and her hair is braided, and she's like, yeah, I'll take two. That's classic style Laura yeah. Croft. That's not, you know, modern bow and arrow Laura yeah. Croft. So, like, right now you have two clashing styles of Laura that, like, they don't work for a reason. You know, classic Laura and modern Laura 
you know, they keep them separate for a reason. They're two completely different characters. I feel like they were a little bit worried to do the new Laura for mm -hmm. because I mean they're they're not sure how people they want people to have the, they want the nostalgic factor right. But also, uh, new Laura is is a whiny little bitch until she becomes a badass. Yeah, <laughs> you have to watch her evolve into this like awesome like heroic figure right so if they go with new if they go full speed ahead to new laura you have to show her being this not cool character until she becomes a cool character right and it's gonna make her look bad in the trailers right you know? but i mean like either that part's from the end in which case they spoiled the nice little wink to the audience or that play that part is absolutely from the end or at some point in the beginning where you know you basically you know the characterization of the character is off yeah pretty much. well yeah i i think what it looks like to me from the trailer is that she's going to she, she she's going to be out of her element and then all of a sudden immediately be a badass yeah and like that's just not how new Laura is. She no. she, she develops th yeah. this this stuff. And like I when I played the 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 reboot or whatever. Yeah. It kind of felt like she fell into it a little fast. Yeah. No, she definitely did. But uh and, and like I didn't I didn't like how certain game mechanics were locked behind that like the the hook thing, the yeah. melee attack. You couldn't melee attack until but yeah. I thought it was cool to add that into the story where like you have to learn you have to you have to rewire yourself to to, to be, be okay, okay with, with stabbing somebody in the neck, yeah. you know? Like that's a big deal. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So this is the this is Laura's story is that she's rewiring herself to to learn how to kill people and be okay with it. Yeah. And that is the story that this should be. Not this weird like uh like big blockbuster like sliding under yeah. like like booby traps and, and slow motion action stuff. No. Yeah, no. It should be it should be the story of a person trying to learn how to be a malicious killer. Yeah. And that's I'm, what it should be. It just doesn't look like it this is it. No. I mean I this looks like it could just be nothing more than the Angelina Jolie style. Laura it looks Croft exactly movies. like that. You know, just more in the woods. So yeah. So I'm not uh, not looking forward to. I'm that. not looking forward to that. And and uh, like people are saying in the chat, um, the poster is absolutely terrible. Yeah, that it's really strange why they went with this poster. Somebody had to approve this. Yes. So her neck, obviously, is the most glaring problem with this poster. Oh, yeah. She looks like a Camino alien. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not how people look. It, just, it doesn't make any sense. Also, her boob. Let's... Let's... It, this is a little more subtle, but... The... Her boob would be covered by her bicep. Yes. But they had to put it in. They, like, poked it out. Because, of course, it has to be in the shot, right? Right, of course. It has to be in the shot. They yeah, couldn't even just though... turn her another couple of degrees. You know, they it... had to extend her chest to have her boob pop out. You know, even though, you know, when they redesigned Laura, they went out of their way to give her, like, a modest bust size. And like, not, like, like, like an actual person's bust yeah, size. Yeah, and not, like, you know, the monstrosity that she had. Yeah. So... so... Like at as a like, with a comic book artist's eye, 
I would absolutely do the same thing. <laughs> but you either turn the body a little more or really the most glaring thing is the neck. Yeah. That's the biggest problem right here. But, I mean, this is everything about this screams overproduced yeah. nonsense. So that's that's our that's our thoughts on the Tomb Raider. Yep. What do you guys think? Ray Bartlett, zero out of ten, no triangle boobs. There you go. <laughs> yeah, is there gonna be a nod to triangle boobs? Oh god. Boss man, what if they made a Mario movie? They did. They did. They sure did. I wanna rewatch that been a while yeah it's it, we should do like a commentary on like a commentary track for that movie yeah is it on netflix maybe we should do it we should call up netflix be like yo yeah yo wanna... put super mario brothers movie on there <laughs> uh reading the chat here trying to read the chat here yeah this would be so much easier if we had more sponsors i could just <laughs> look at the sponsors and see what they're saying <laughs> Mazillo says the trailer looks so bad. It did, absolutely did look bad. The music is like really like weird to me, like the, the musical choice, because it doesn't fit, you know, anything I what know it, about. What is it? What What is the music? It was like, um, how do I describe it? It was like, perfect. Yeah, I totally know what you're saying. Watch if you if you've seen the trailer, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's like you know, sounds. I don't want to say it sounds like a clock ticking. But, like, it kind of has, like, that same, like, rhythm to it. I saw a YouTube video the other day. Yeah. Uh, that talked about uh, that, how, how some some movie scores have that ticking or right. whatever. Also, the, uh, what do they call it? There's a word for it. But Hans Zimmer uses this, uh, whoever, who's Christopher Nolan's? Uh, Hans Zimmer. Is Hans Zimmer. He does this thing where it's it, it sounds like the notes are always going up. Mm -hmm. Sounds like they're always they're just constantly oh yeah going up, but it but it's a trick where where it's like a chord and the chord just starts over it like blends into itself it's, yeah and it looks it's just an endless ladder going up and they they also do it in the endless staircase in Mario sixty four yeah thought that was cool oh new sponsor Tyler oh thank you Tyler thank you so much Tyler Hawley. Do people want us to say their full names? I feel weird. I, feel I don't like, know. I feel yeah. like that's, uh, people do it all. Like I see other YouTubers doing it. Yeah. I feel like I that's feel like, well. It's it's public. They're making uh, yeah. it public. I'm assuming if that, if that's his. You know, Actually, YouTube... it's gonna be it's gonna be on screen. Yeah. If yeah, I was gonna say if that's his YouTube tag, then I guess he does. Yeah. Oh well, thank you for being a sponsor. Thank you. Welcome to the Wolf Den. What are we gonna do? What are we, are we, uh, this we is all new to us. Yeah, we gotta figure something out. Yeah. Welcome to the. Well, you're a bro now. Yeah. Oh, uh, bro fist and. No, that's can't do that. Can't do that. Yeah. No, that's he's in hot water. Um, Megan Elizabeth has a great segue. What about the Punisher trailer? Oh, that was my next trailer I was gonna talk about. So I just watched the Punisher trailer before I came over tonight. It is very good. It is very good. I am so behind on all the Marvel Netflix stuff. Haven't seen Daredevil Season 2. Haven't seen Luke Cage. Haven't seen Defenders. Tried getting through Iron Fist because I heard it was bad, and it is. <laughs> um, but I am stoked for the Punisher. He's one of my favorite characters, and this looks like it is the Punisher. Uh, the best kind of Punisher. The Punisher that just does not give an 
F about anything or anyone. He has lost all compassion and is is just one man driven to finish his mission no matter the cost. I have not seen a single Netflix um series period. I haven't seen yeah. a single Marvel show on Netflix. Yeah, or anywhere period. Right. So I think I might start with the Punisher. I don't know how important because he's debuted in Daredevil season two. Yeah. And I yeah, think I, he's I in the that. Defenders. I don't know how important those are to the Punisher his here, solo here, series. Here, here's the way I look at it. Mm -hmm. I jumped on twenty four at like season six and I was like <laughs> cool with it. Yeah. You know? So I'm gonna do that again. Because the right. Punisher looks freaking awesome. Yeah. I'm all about that. So I can't a lot of people were talking about because they use a uh, Metallica one. That's what uh, in the trailer. What's her name? Just said in the chat. That's what Megan just said. Yeah, uh, uh, the synced gunfire with the music was cool. It was cool. That has another musical name that I totally blanked out and forgot. Here's about. two things with that. One, it really should have been nothing else matters because nothing else matters. Just finishing <laughs> the mission. Two, Megadeth has a song about the Punisher. Oh man! Called "Holy War: The Punishment Due." Damn. So now that that's like a conflict of interest. Yes, right there. because if you know anything about Metallica and Megadeth, you know that for the longest time they didn't really get along with each other. The pun uh, Marvel just chose sides. Yeah, that, Marvel just fight. chose. Yeah. It, <laughs> Damn. Marvel is really screwing up with their music choices. When John Favreau directed Iron Man, it was perfect. Iron, they had Black Sabbath's Iron Man and Iron Man. They had ACDC's War Machine and Iron Man 2. And now, nothing. Screw up left and right. There's still time to put God of Thunder in, in um, Thor. Still time for that. But, you know. I understand because it could be cheesy. Really? Like, yes. It I, could absolutely be cheesy. You, you've seen like a Marvel movie, right? They're they're okay. It's a with, fine line. It's a fine line. They have to do it really well, right? And you know, they're. I think they've you know got it down to a science right now. They've been doing this for like almost ten years. Mm. So, if DC started doing it, then yeah, it would have been a little bit awful. But I think the Saints Gunfire was great. It reminded me of Baby Driver. Have you seen Baby Driver? I have not yet? seen Baby Driver. There was. A lot of that. Yeah, Edgar Wright's very good at syncing to music. There was... Uh, the whole... All of Baby Driver was basically a, a giant music video that just... Yeah. Every song just went right into another one. And all of the the shootouts were on beat. <laughs> it was <laughs> awesome. So it reminded me of that. But of course, a little bit more badass. And there's, yes. a, there's a spot... There's a shot in the new Punisher where he... Uh, Shoots a guy in the knees and then shoots him in the head, and everybody was everybody on Reddit was like, "That is the John Wick move, right there." <laughs> shooting the legs and then shooting the head. Well, John Wick would first like jump on him and then shoot him a hundred times in the oh, shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do in video games. I I kind of aim low, yeah, and then I go up. I'm also not good at video games. Yes. Um, and then of course the trailer for Jumanji Two: Welcome to the Jungle dropped today. It does look still, still looks like Jumanji. It's Jumanji Two. Yes. I thought it was just a read. No, movie. it, like, I'm assuming you didn't see the trailer. Not the new one. Not the new I one. I saw the last yeah, one. Yeah, no. I mean, they, The Rock has been saying, like, you know, it pays, it does Robin Williams justice in the original movie justice. And in this trailer, it starts with them talking about the board game. Mm -hmm. 
and like it's ve- like they're they're making it more clear that this is connected to the original Jumanji story in okay. some way. So here's my question. Yes. You have this you're 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 a you're a board game manufacturer, you're Mattel yes. or whoever makes mm-hmm. board games. Um you make a game that has mystical powers that sucks kids into it. <laughs> How do you make a video game after that? <laughs> Who's going to ma- let you make a video game? I don't know. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll explain it in this movie because modern movies over-explain everything. Also, what console is this video game on? It I forgot looks, what they were playing. It looks like some retro, just a generic, retro gen- generic, thing. generic retro console. Yeah. Okay. Cartridge based. Yes. Four players. Okay. So we can assume like N64 era. <laughs> okay. I feel like that controller would be really obvious. To see yeah. That that N64 controller. Because with four players, you need you, you might what was that thing called that you plug into the Super Nintendo? Uh, the multi tap. Multi tap. You yeah. need a multi tap four mm-hmm. players. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it looks like trash. Yeah, it does. I'm gonna see it because the rocks in it. Anything with the rocks and you know what you're getting. You're getting like a fun dumb yeah. movie. So, I mean, which is fine with me. Like, it, it's not gonna be like something you're gonna want to see in like a year from you're not gonna want to buy it on blu-ray and like for the two hours i'm watching it i know that dwayne johnson has enough charisma to just make it okay him and kevin hart him and kevin yes uh there's also a thread on reddit that i saw before that said uh what hold on i gotta pull i took a screenshot of it (laughs) it said what is a movie that uh you didn't think was gonna be good but is good what movie is unexpectedly brilliant? The top comment. Guess what it is. Give me, give me like two guesses. What do you think it is? Probably one of the Fast and Furiouses. No, okay. that wasn't in the thread at all. Actually. Really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't see it anyway. Uh, I don't know. Nine. I think '90s. '90s. Yeah. That you didn't think was going to be good, but was brilliant. Uh, unexpectedly brilliant. Unexpectedly brilliant. Mm. Speed. I'm pretty sure this is the '90s. I'm not even sure now. The original Tremors. That was 1990. Yo, original Tremors. <laughs> top, top comment. The original Tremors is like one of my favorite movies. We w- used to watch that all of the time. Growing it was up. so good. I love that movie, and I think Tremors Two is, you know, one of the most underrated films imaginable. <laughs> so, so, so I'm gonna read the comment underneath it. Original Tremors is actually one of the most perfectly paced movies ever made. <laughs> <laughs> the practical effects are amazing. And if it weren't for a few weird composite shots, the movie would be flawless. And for some reason, a few weird composite shots is crossed out. Then another comment says, it's a perfect example of how the execution of a movie can matter more than the subject matter. Yes. Giant worms that detect... If you don't know anything about Tremors, I'm going to learn you something. Giant worms that detect vibrations is a silly monster movie. Tremors is so effing well made, it's crazy. Every plot point is set up every every joke the practical effects are fantastic like when the graboid that's the giant monster bursts through the basement and there's a shot of an actor dropping a gun on the floor oh yeah it goes from actor dropping a prop gun to tiny model to one eighth shot as it pans to the graboid mm-hmm. highly highly recommended yes so i guess that means there's a shot that has yeah three I, different... I know exactly this is what he's talking about like bert the Michael Gross's character, Bert, throws his gun on the floor. It's him. It's an action of him throwing it. Then it's the gun on the floor. 
then it like whip pans over to the miniature of the graboid and then it cuts back to him going to the cabinet to get another gun and it all happens so fast it all looks seamless and like it's actually happening in real time but it's not and there's three different sets pretty yes. much there's a yes there's there's the actual size then there's a miniature and then there's an eighth scale yes damn yeah that's it's crazy. nuts it's uh dudes like seriously I think you can buy like the Tremors four pack, which is the first four Tremors movies on Blu-ray for like 10 bucks. Do it. You get two great movies and two not so great movies, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> it's like buying aliens. Um, so the movie is somewhere in the, in a desert town. Uh, these, Perfection, Nevada. These giant worm monsters are underground yeah. and, and they, they seek v vibrations. They just come out from the ground and, and yes. eat people. And that's the whole movie. Now, I was looking up to see if Super Mario Brothers is not on Netflix, is on Netflix, and it's not. But the last time I checked, Tremors is. No, Tremors Five is, <laughs> and I haven't seen that yet. And I know that Tremors <laughs> Six is coming. Is it really? Yes. Not only that. Now, are you ready? <laughs> All right. They're, okay. So let me let me just say. Uh, you Hope know, you guys go are enjoying a, Wolf Go on to a tangent. The Tremors episode. <laughs> so there are. Five Tremors movies. Tremors, Tremors 2, Aftershocks, Tremors 3, Back to Perfection, Tremors 4, In the Beginning, which is a Western. And Tremors, yeah, I haven't seen that. Tremors 5, Bloodlines. The only actor who is in all of them is Michael Gross's character, Burt Gummer. Played by Michael Gross in all of them. He's great. Um, there was a television show on Sci-Fi, also with Michael Gross in it, um, called Tremors the Series. It was interesting. <laughs> They're, they're going to make another Tremors TV show. This time, Kevin Bacon, no, who was the star <laughs> of the original Tremors, is back. He's got nothing else better to do? Dude, if this point, if you're Kevin Bacon at this day and age, why not? Oh, my God. He's not going to do Footloose, the TV series. <laughs> Nobody will watch that. On screen is a bunch of pictures from Tremors. My old band had a song called Tremors. That's right. And it had nothing to do with Tremors, but yeah. we called it that anyway. The, this movie was was a favorite oh, yeah. here, here in the Wolf household. Oh, oh you know what? I had the audio off for the computer, so all of the sounds for, <laughs> for people subscribing wasn't coming up. Uh, so now sounds that. will come up. I'm sorry that they weren't there before. Uh, there you go. Sorry uh, about that yeah. tangent. Anybody else care about Tremors? <laughs> Uh, somebody's talking about how the Emoji movie was just great. <laughs> One of these days I'm going to see that movie. I'm not going to pay for it, but I'm going to see it. <laughs> uh, no, surprisingly, nobody's saying anything about Tremors. No, I'm, I'm getting some Tremors. Samoan Stink says Tremors is Jaws on land. It is. It is. It is. Uh, Viper3579, there are six Tremors movies last I checked. I believe the sixth isn't out yet. Like, it's in production. Dude, I don't know. There's only two. There's only two. There's Tremors only two, movies. yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's like Terminator. There's only two. The part where they have to jump between the rocks. Yeah. That is like a classic movie moment. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Fred says, I'm so excited. This episode is giving me tremors. <laughs> oh, boy. Good one. All right, what else do you got? Here? Well, speaking of Terminator, because like I said, there's only... Speaking of Terminator. Well, because I said there's only two good ones. All right like terminator go on but there james cameron now has the rights to terminator again 
and he's he's yeah. determined to fix it. Yeah. Um, he's teamed up with Tim Miller to direct Deadpool to try and fix Terminator. Of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger's back because, of course, he is. Linda Hamilton is now apparently signed on to be in the movie too. Who the hell is that? I don't even know. That. Sarah Connor. Oh, that's a big deal. That's that's very important. That's a big deal. So it's like the whole movie franchise is about her and her son, and she hadn't. She's not in three or Salvation or any of the other ones. She's in Genesis. So that doesn't really count. Um, but yeah, they finally she's agreed to come back and reprise her role. What is the excuse for him being old? I don't know. I've seen them all, haven't you? Yeah. Well, in Genesis, the excuse is he's aging, like because it's living tissue, mm. so it like ages as oh, the years great. go on. That's a great excuse. So, I mean, I don't know what they're what Cameron's gonna do with his new Terminator movie. I don't think time travel is gonna be a big part of it because he himself just said time travel is just an excuse to get them to the past, right? Because it's not really about that, which I think like a lot. Of you know the Terminator post T two have like forgotten about, right? So that that'll be good to see. It'll be nice to see the real Sarah Connor back, like you know doing whatever she's up to in this day. You know maybe it is Judgment Day. Maybe she survived. Maybe you know the weird alternate ending from T two happened where it's like all sunny and bright and crap. But you're, you're a bit of a Terminator fan. I I do love the Terminator. Uh. You've held on for quite a while. <laughs> Those <laughs> movies are not good anymore. No, they're not. I mean... So what is it? There's Genesis and then 3? Is that it? No, it's Terminator. The yeah. Terminator. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Yes. Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. Okay. Terminator Salvation. Yes. Terminator Genesis. Okay, so there's three after the good ones. Yes. <laughs> so, Terminator uh, Rise of the Machines is not good. It's a PG-13 movie, like, pretending to be an R-rated movie. The only, like, good thing... Is that the one with Christian Bale? No. Okay, Genesis is the one with Christian Bale. No. <laughs> God damn it. The only good <laughs> part of Terminator 3 is, like, the end. Mm -hmm. When, like, Schwarzenegger gets corrupted and, like, he's gonna kill John Connor. John Connor, like, you know, creates a logical paradox in his brain, so, like, he shuts down. And then... You know, they have to fly to a secret base. The Terminator beats the evil Terminator. That was the one with the woman Terminator. Terminator 3. Okay. Um, and they so they get to the secret base and they're like, hey, where is the rest of the military? And then Judgment Day happens. The world blows up. Everybody dies. And just John Connor and his wife and a couple of other people survive. Okay. That was, that was <laughs> the only good part of Terminator 3. Okay. Everything else was kind of crap. Terminator Salvation. That's the one with Christian Bale. Christian Bale. And he loses his mind. <laughs> that takes place in me loses his mind in real life. Yeah. That takes place immediately like, after three, when the world is. This takes place over? like a few years after three, when the world is over. You know, it's like desert wastelands and all this and that. There's a really good movie somewhere <laughs> in Terminator Salvation. Yeah. Like I, people think that's like the worst of the franchise. I. Hold out like wholeheartedly that somewhere in that movie is a great movie. The problem is they put all this other junk on top of it. Yeah. That like buries all like the good ideas and the good um, plot points. You know, it's just, it's bogged down with so much crap that didn't need to be there. 
but it was almost there. Mm. And the Terminator Genesis is just hot shit. Yeah. It's awful. Like, you thought the franchise was dead before this killed it. Which one is the one that explains his, his accent? Is it that that's one? That's a deleted scene from 3. Okay, because I, I saw that's on YouTube. Yeah. It, it, it's basically, uh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger speaking with a really bad southern accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he so he's modeled after some uh, army general or something. Yeah. And that guy has a really bad southern accent. So they're like, oh man, we got to do something about that accent. So then some one of the designers has like a Scandinavian accent. He Austrian. Austrian accent. And he freaking. Yeah. Yep. Yep. James in the chat says Terminator 2 is the best one. Yes. And I would agree. I will say this, and this is controversial, but there was a Terminator TV show called Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicle. Sarah Sarah Connor Chronicles. I've heard other people screw up saying that. Yes. <laughs> it's not an it's easy hard thing to say. to say. That show, when it was good, was very good. Mm-hmm. Problem is. A lot of boring episodes. Mm. Only lasted two seasons, though. You know, I'm okay with the show. A lot of people say... People say this about The Walking Dead. It's boring. There's a lot of boring stuff. Yeah. But if there's payoffs, I'm all for it. Yeah, no. This Sarah Connor Chronicles, when it paid off, like, it paid off very well. Problem was, um, season one was a little short. Season two was longer. But, like, there was just a lot of, like, filler episodes. It ended, like, very bleakly. Because, like, John Connor gets sent to the future. Nobody knows who he is. They'd never heard of John Connor before. Damn. Yeah. And is that even canon? Ain't that canon? None of it's canon. Well, I mean, the whole canon is screwed up. Yeah. There's so many different timelines. Yeah. Uh, Nathan P. says, I didn't hate Genesis. And El Bardo says, the girl actor from Terminator Salvation came to my school and everybody yelled, you suck, LOL. Oh, <laughs> wait, which girl actress? Was it Moon Bloodgood? Because she's got a cool name. That's an awesome I name. I know, right? If it was Bryce Dallas Howard, that's okay. You want to piss my mother-in-law off? Talk about Bryce Dallas Howard. Why? She hates her. Does she meet her in real life? No, her? I just think it's hysterical. Oh. I don't care why. I just think it's hysterical. Viper says T2 is quite possibly the best sequel ever produced, and that is true. Absolutely. Yes. One of, if not the, it's up there. James Cameron not only did Terminator 2, but also Aliens. Both are considered the best sequels ever made. I think what people are forgetting is that Tremors 2 exists. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Another fantastic sequel. <laughs> now... They have legs. <laughs> Ooh. And they can come up from the... Okay, anyway. Yeah, all right, moving on. Uh, oh, we got to unbox them, Will. With, let's do it. Uh, where is it? So, give, knife me, Will. Knife. There you go. This is a cool thing, and it's actually Nintendo-related, finally. We could talk about Nintendo stuff again. All right. Uh, put this up today. It's very cool. Something a lot of people want for their Switch. Really? I'm excited about it. And it's a lot cheaper than I was expecting. I wonder what it is. I'm going to stab myself. Alright. Here, take your knife back before I kill it's myself. your knife, here. but okay. What is it? Does it say something on it? Blue. Do I have to read this? Here, take this and see if I have to read it. Uh, I'm going to zoom in on myself here. So this is a battery case for the Switch. Interesting. Yeah. So there it is. Dear Wolfden, thank you for agreeing to... Uh, this is just a letter from the company thanking us for agreeing to... What's the to, company? 
ZTech. ZTech. The link is in the description. It's the... got ooh, it's got so it's got a USB port on the side. Ooh. It, it has a USB C and it has a USB mini, which ooh. I guess is to is to charge it. Yes. Or a micro. That's a micro. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a micro. That's yeah, there it is. I don't want to take a look at that. I'm gonna have to use this and, and report back later. Yeah. But uh where's my switch? Ugh. And break out my switch, which, by the way, I uh, this is the one that I, if you haven't seen my video this week, this is the one that I made Famicom. And I absolutely ruined it <laughs> by scraping the thing off the back. Wow. So I I'm going to have to repaint that or something. But uh, let's, let's slap it in here and see what happens. Yeah. I, got a, I got too much shit going on. Now, this is interesting. You said it's not that expensive? No, it's $40. It's a, it's a pre-order now, though. It's not actually happening. We will, it says, according to this letter, we will be launching an introductory price of $49.99 with the free carry case included. Deliveries will begin in late September. They also apparently are making a version that doesn't have the carrying case. Okay. I actually kind of don't want the carrying case. Yeah. That's not as bad. The carry case is fine if, like, you know, you don't want to damage the it's screen. It's a little important because you can use it as a kickstand. Yes. I don't really know how to do it, though. Gotta fold it some weird way. Yeah. Oh, no. this. This is it. There you go. Yeah. Is that going to do it? Nope. No. Uh, I'm, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> Somehow you can use it as a kickstand. Yeah. But. Now, I remember cool. there's an Indiegogo a while ago for like a one for something similar to this. It was really high quality. It had like an extra SD card slot in there as well and USB-C on the side and all this. But and that, that, was like, was, that was $90. Yeah. Yeah. So for 50 almost half that, you get the same thing. And this is an actual product. And there it is charging. Yeah. No, it's not. It's probably not charged. No, it is. Oh, I didn't turn it on. That's oh, not there right. you go. I think. I don't know. Oh, console battery 100%. There yeah, it is charging. So there you go. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's cheap. And it's an actual product. The other mm -hmm. thing is still an Indiegogo. Um, also, another concern people are probably going to have is that the, uh, the vents are covered up. Oh, yeah. There is an airflow, they told me. There's an airflow at the bottom. Okay. So it, it re, it redirects the air coming out the bottom. Yeah. I don't know how well that's going to work. Yeah. Because it's not going straight out the back. But that's something I'll have to test and see. Yeah. I'll probably see how long I can play, play Breath of the Wild on or something. It says here, uh, 10,000 milliamp battery makes it the most powerful battery case for the Switch and can quadruple your on-the-go game time. Uh, phone charging capabilities, you can charge your Switch and other devices at the same time, meaning you don't have you don't need to juggle around multiple uh, power banks. So that's what the oh, USB port is for. That's you can really charge cool. your phone and your Switch at the same time. That's really cool. Include a screen protector, a multi-angle kickstand with the ability to play on any surface once we figure out how to work it. Yeah, does it tell you how to do it? This is No, this is just an introductory letter. Yeah, we didn't get an actual box. Uh, the ability to charge the Z-Tech battery case with your own Nintendo Switch USB-C power adapter or using micro USB charger. Attaching the Switch is simple with no fiddly buttons or complicated mechanisms. There are words, fiddly. Fiddly buttons. Yeah, I'll have to yeah. use it in a report back. I'll probably actually put it in, in an actual video. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I have no idea how to use the kickstand. <laughs> we'll figure it out and we'll let you know. That's cool. All right. There's that. Now here it is. You don't even need a kickstand. Look at there that. There you go. Play it like that. Yeah, zoom, zoom me out. All right. Yeah, link is in the description if you want to. 
pre-order that or even just look at it. Uh, I don't know when it comes out. Did it say in the thing? Um, said must not be too far out because this is a finished model right here. Yeah, late se deliveries will begin in late September, so they're probably oh. taking orders now. There you go. Oh, Forty dollars really ain't bad, but it better be good. Yeah, it's fifty dollars, but we're not paid to do any of this. They just no. send it to us, and uh, what'd you say, fifty? Fifty. Yeah. That was forty ninety nine. Forty nine ninety nine. Forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Are you sure about that? I'm, I read it right here. I think on Amazon it's forty ninety nine. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, our link doesn't have the actual thing. Forty four ninety nine with five dollars shipping. So you're you're right. Yeah. It's 50, <laughs> fifty bucks. Uh, so yeah. We'll see if it's good. Looks promising. Yep. Uh, Live to Rock says, Will, do you agree on the War of the Jokes and Riddles? I have not been being, reading that. Being I feel... not good. Do you agree on it being Being good? not good? Yeah. Ooh, I haven't heard that. I heard it's excellent so far. I, I'm, like, behind on everything Rebirth right now. I'm, I'm keeping up as best I can. I just started reading Metal. Yo. <laughs> I... I heard that's good. Metal's good. Before we go any further, Will. Yes. I have to read the tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. I, I like I like that better than my little jingle. Welcome to the Terror Dome. It sounds like on the spot. It's Welcome to the Terror Dome by uh, Public Enemy. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I know that sampled from something else, but I know it as Welcome to the Terror Dome. So, Will. Commissioner Gordon. Well, Batman, you saved the day again, Batman. Hey, are you going to just throw away that big giant penny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Batman's got a big giant penny in yes. his Batcave, and it's because of something he did in, like, the 60s, right? 50s. Okay, 50s? do you want to know the whole... Yeah, please okay. give me give me the origin of the big giant penny so in Batman's Batman, Batcave. In, I forget which issue, because who cares... But he was fighting a villain called the Penny Plunderer. <laughs> and during that fight, if I remember correctly, they tied him to a big penny. And they were going to crush him by flipping the penny. But Batman survived and he kept the penny as a memento. And, and the thing is that it's always in his Batcave. Yes. In, even now. Yes. Here's, here's an interesting thing because this is going to segue into something else. Um, in the episode almost got him of Batman the Animated Series, where like the villains are all sitting around the table playing poker, Two-Face tells the story of how he almost killed Batman, and it's that story, the Penny Plunderer. They just replaced the Penny Plunderer with a better villain. Wait, wait, wait. Is that the one that they do in like a 60s style? No. No, no, that was, that was a completely different episode. Almost got him is like they're in a bar, and they're just sitting around the table playing poker, and they're all telling the stories oh, about how right. they almost... I remember that. Yeah. The reason why I'm talking about a segue into that is apparently, I'll put this in the keep, somebody made a board game out of that episode. <laughs> oh, wait, here it is. Oh, here's the here's the yeah. screenshot of the episode. Somebody made a board somebody game. Somebody made a board game out of that episode. The whole so the whole plot of this board game. Get the out of the way. Put it in the keep for you. Thank you so much. So the whole plot of the episode is all the villains are playing poker. But at the end of the episode, twist, spoiler alert for a 25-year-old TV show, Killer Croc winds up being Batman. And it was a sting operation. Damn. Yeah. Oh, I see where this is going. So this game 
it's like a werewolf type game where you're all you're you're a villain from the TV show, but one of you is Batman. This is awesome. And the rest of you have to figure out who Batman is. This is so cool. I'm like while I'm playing up poker at the same time. This is such a good so idea. So not only do you have to like you know figure out who Batman is, but you have to have a game of poker at the same um, time. It's $13 on Amazon. I'm buying it right now. I, you're, are you buying I'm it? Buy, I'm buying it right now. <laughs> oh, man. This is such a good idea. I know, idea. right? Uh, it's, it's like little things like that like make you happy to be alive. God. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm going to the checkout. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, cryptozoic.com. They, I think they make a whole bunch of games like that. Yeah, this is a fully licensed DC product, I should add. So this isn't some like weird third-party nonsense. This was released back in January. I only found out about it like a week or two ago. God. Yeah. Uh <laughs> just checking out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thirteen seventy five. That is not bad. That is not bad at all. Mm. Titanium says, "If you think about it, the Joker is a pretty dumb name. <laughs> uh, it's a dumb character, but yeah. but they made him a good character. I mean, you know? they're all dumb names: the Riddler, Two Face, Clayface. Yeah. All right, it's coming Friday." <laughs> I used, I used our Wolf Den funds. Nice. It'd be worth it. Now we have to do an episode on it. Yep. We'll do a Let's Play of us. There's only two of us. So <laughs> we'll we got we to make some friends. <laughs> we'll know who's who. We, we got to make some friends. We'll make it interesting. Everybody's got to dress as the character they drew. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that'll take a long time. Yeah. That's such a good idea. Because that, that those werewolf games... Those werewolf type games are really good. Yeah, those are a lot of fun. Especially when you add airsoft into the mix. <laughs> uh, man, that was so good. Um, well, do we have another story? No, We're that's wrapping it. up right yeah. now. What's this Watchmen TV show? Oh, um, so do you remember like a few weeks back I talked about how HBO is like planning a Watchmen TV show with Damon Lindelof, the guy who created Lost, mm -hmm. but like nobody's really saying anything about it. It's just like an open secret that they're working on a Watchmen TV show. Yes. Today, Damon Lindelof put on his Instagram page. Um, I forgot exactly what I'm, I'm what he the, said. I'm on the article right now. All right, so oh, it's a picture. It's of... a picture of the base of a statue that says "Ingratitude," and his caption was "Day One." Now, the base of that statue is uh, influenced by this statue that Hollis Mason, the original Night Owl and Watchman, has in his house that says "Ingratitude." It's a statue of him. So this pretty this more or less confirms that the production on the Watchmen miniseries has begun, and that a Watchmen miniseries is coming to HBO. What that is, we still don't really know. We don't know if this is a miniseries adaptation of the comic. We don't know if this has anything to do with those before Watchmen comics or anything like that. All we know is Damon Lindelof is doing something Watchmen related with HBO. Mm. Well, all right then. Yes. That's all. Okay. Now it's time to go into the chat and add some talk, talk to you guys. Or you can use the hashtag WolfDenLive. Or we can leave a comment on last week's WolfDenLive. If you Live. left a comment in last week's WolfDenLive, we will answer it now. Just like 
Gang Gang. How's rabbits going? I think we get that comment every week. Yeah. I might mark that as a, as a spam phrase. <laughs> uh, titanium Brains. A lot of people are mad that Xenoblade 2 has a generic anime art style, but I think it's fine. I also think he, he left a lot of comments. Uh, what makes me mad is the character design. They, they hired a hentai artist to do the character design, and it really shows. Uh, I did, I, I'll be honest. I'm not that interested. I'm not yeah. really into JRPGs. Um, that being said, I think that, uh, I, I haven't noticed from the character design it being, you know, hentai influenced. Yeah. But I would look at Shulk in freaking Smash Brothers. He's almost naked. Yeah. So, like, that was without a hentai artist. They can't do much worse. <laughs> uh, but I think the game looks great. Uh, Nintendo Japan tweeted a picture of what it looked like when they first announced the game and what it looks like now. Yeah. And it looks like they're refining it really well. Yeah. Other studios would never do that because usually the first announcement is the best looking and then it degrades from there. Yeah. Uh, Augustine using the hashtag Wolfden Live. Sadly, I'm not in the live because I went to see it, but still got a question. Will, did you read Avengers versus X Men? I remember that. Series. Yes, that was a while ago. I read that. That was good. I remember liking it. I know a lot of people hated that series. It ran way too long. It ran way too long. It had way too many branches. I hate Marvel's events because they branch everything into all of these comics that you don't care about yeah uh but it had a good ending i liked it it did have a good ending um it has some really cool moments the problem is when marvel does like hero versus hero events they always say like whose side are you on but there's always one clear villain and yeah. in avengers vs x-men cyclops was the villain no questions asked how is this standing up <laughs> So I figured out, like, it's got this little thing right here, and then you put it in between uh, these two. Oh, boy. Yeah, and then I guess, like, you can... You can probably tilt it back. There you go. There you go. That's it. I figured it out. Will Wolf, super genius. Because it looks like the front, it looks like that clips into something, yeah. but I guess it doesn't. All right, well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. All right, two more with the hashtag. Okay. Uh, Will, what com... Uh, this is Simone's take. Will, what comic book character and bob what game characters would be on the your version of mount rushmore batman yes batman superman luke skywalker we're talking oh it's uh, it's not a comic yeah it's or, not a comic or game if game you're comic. doing comics it would be batman superman wonder woman and spider-man okay uh video games sonic mario um cal katarin <laughs> and pac-man so Sonic Mario. Oh, yeah. Sonic Mario, Pac-Man, Mega Man. I remember when... Yeah, because I remember when Smash 4, when they announced those four characters, and they had this one picture of them, and I said, that's the Mount Rushmore video games. Yeah. Right yeah. there. Sonic Mario, Pac-Man, Mega Man. Yeah. Done. End of story. Last one, Titanium Brains. Bring back the backlog, and we will. We, we will. were supposed to film that two weeks ago, and we forgot. We're working on it. <laughs> Schedule's been busy. Also, I don't live here anymore. No. So that makes things a little hard, but yes. we got backlog in the pipeline. Promise. 
so from last week's Wolf Den Live, Emmy Mac 20, I think it's unfair that Nintendo of America is selling is not selling the carrying cases from the Super Mario Odyssey and the Splatoon 2 Switch bundle separately. I am not buying two more Switches just to get two $20 cases. I agree. Yes. Uh, Are you trying to collect everything? Don't do that. Is that what that's, that sounds like you're trying to collect every mad. Switch thing. Um, but yeah, that is... That is ridiculous. Well, well, well okay. There, I think there needs to be some exclusive with with this bundle they're trying to incentivize you to buy the bundle i get that because there is no value in the bundle there's none yeah you're 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 almost paying a premium for this case yeah that being said the case kind of needs to be exclusive however they should release other cases yes that are super mario odyssey themed that you could buy yeah that is what that is what i think yeah that's that's a good idea um uh philip stanford considering sony is paying off uh crapcom it's a good pun. Go Don't on. expect any real support from them. Uh, P.S. What's up with Xenoblade Chronicle 2 hate? It looks like a better game every time they put up a new trailer. It's going to be so awesome. That was what I was saying before. Yep. We're just, just not into that. Um, what he's saying about Capcom, that's not wrong. Sony is sinking a lot of money into Capcom because Sony is the reason why we have a Street Fighter V. They bankrolled that game just to get Steam rolling. And Capcom has said like they're waiting, they're very wait and see on the Switch. Um, I think they've waited and have seen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they every, definitely got something. Everything going. else, they're like a lot of what they're putting out is like ports and like emulations and stuff. I'm on the fence about getting Brawl vs. Capcom Infinite. I heard it's not good. I know, but I want it because I loved playing three and getting just just for the endings yeah of, of a lot of the characters i heard the the fighting isn't bad but it's two on two instead of three on three okay and apparently the single player is garbage the like, story the or sto the, everything well the story you there are you can watch the cutscenes edited together on youtube which yeah. i might have to do which is sad <laughs> but uh I kind of want, I don't know, because it's, I love doing that for three. I, I, it's so cheesy, but like, yeah, interesting. I don't know. I don't know, but we live in an age where like, you know, video game, like fighting games have great stories now. Like what NetherRealm has been doing with Mortal Kombat and Injustice is like, years ago, you never would have thought that. Yeah. So like, I think Capcom's trying to like, keep up with the competition but they're not they're not doing a great job of it. Yeah. Injustice has a really good story too. Yeah. That's in between the single player. I, yeah. I like that, the fighting games with the story. Yeah, I haven't played Injustice 2 yet, but I heard it's just as good, if not better. And the two Mortal Kombat games have been outstanding. Uh what the hell's this guy's name? Jaquez? Waquez? Anyway, calling Octopath Travels art style stupid. I'm gonna have to unsub now. Bye. Did I call it stupid? I don't think I called it. I said what they called it was stupid. Yes. I don't think the arts, unless I did say it, I don't, maybe, maybe I, I don't think the art style is that stupid. I think that them calling it two, eight, HD 2D or 2D HD, that is stupid. Yeah. It should be uh, 8-bit HD. Something like that. Because yeah. it's not, because 2D HD would just be something like Mario Brothers for the Wii U. Yeah.
Eastwind4869, Jesus, the standard Joy-Cons are neon red and neon blue. The Mario ones are just plain red. Christ. Yeah, I looked at, I saw that and then I looked it up and I was like, he's right. Yep. Uh, I screwed that up. I thought they were just regular red and blue, but they are titled neon red and yeah. neon blue. Uh, Trevor Grover, what the F is a Mary O? Uh, Mary O is the little receptionist lady yes. from the website for Super Mario Maker. Yes. There you go. There you go. Talk about how we pronounce it again. Uh, also, John replied to that comment and said, yeah. you should go watch Bob's How to Pronounce Mario video. Here's the here's my problem with all the people who criticize me about how I say Mario. They all type it wrong. <laughs> I Mario is, ma the way I say it is Mario. M-A-H-R-I-O. That is yeah. how I say it. Mary, Mario, that is not how I say it. Yeah. I I I am aware that I say it in an unconventional way, mm -hmm. but get my unconventional way right, okay? <laughs> All right, I'm out, I'm out of this. Yeah. Uh, this week's this week's here we go. Dragon Ball Fighter Z is better. Cortland says Dragon Ball Fighter Z looks beautiful. It does yeah? They did uh, they did cell shaded two and a half D beautifully. Yeah. Uh, Graham says it should be called high bit high bit H HB 2D HB I feel like there's just so many <laughs> this is just not call anything yeah just leave it alone just say this is our game this is yeah. what it looks like So Fred is like inciting people to start talking about One Piece. <laughs> I'm gonna ban One Piece as a term in chat. Yeah. One of these days I'll get around to reading it. I haven't forgotten. I've just been busy. Lost but not forgotten. Yeah. Uh Elijah, Wolf Dan, have you played Poyo Poyo Tetris and what do you think about it? I've only ever played Poyo Poyo. And by that, I mean Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. <laughs> well, in that case, I've played it inside yeah. of Sonic Mania. No, I have not played um, Poyo Poyo. Is it like Dr. Mario? Yeah. Because Mean Bean Machine is like Dr. Mario. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I played that. You've never played actual Mean Bean Machine? No. Really? Never played it. I have. We just recently bought it like a year ago. Did we? Just to round out our Sonic yeah. collection. For the I, I remember playing it at a friend's house like years ago. But... um. Yeah, no, it's fun. Good. Uh, Christmas. Mr. Christmas says, where can I get a Sonic sticker? You can get it uh, at the link in our description. I think it's in our T-Public store. It's in my T-Public store. Is it in the Wolf Den T-Public store? I don't know. Let's see. I got. If not, I'll put it there. Oh, looks like it's not. Oh, you better fix it. I'll put it. Well, I'll just link it in mine, and then I'll fix it later. Uh, El Barto, Will, do you like the Phantom comics? If you're referring to um, the Ghost Who Walks, the Lee Fox Phantom, um, funnily enough, I haven't read them. I don't really know much about the Phantom, but I'm currently listening to, uh, you know, the podcast, How Did This Get Made? Yeah. I'm listening to their episode on the movie, The Phantom, based on this character. Good stuff. Very good stuff. Go, <laughs> It's still on iTunes for free. So go listen. How did this get made? The episode about the Phantom. Um, comic book writer Ed Brubaker is one of the panelists. Jimmy Boy says, you say Mario in, a, in the British way. 
do I? Maybe. I see it in the New York Italian American. Yeah, that's the way I say it. Um, there's another good one here. That I, oh, Graham asks Bob, uh, "Do you still have the buttons that you didn't use for your Famicom Switch build? If you do, and you have no use for them, I would buy them from you. Uh, DM me. DM. Yeah. I'm not gonna sell them to you, but DM me anyway." <laughs> <laughs> um uh live to rock will if you could write the avengers what characters would you put on the team that's a that's a tough question boy the avengers yeah i would i would definitely keep it the classic lineup iron man captain america thor uh black widow hawkeye probably throw spider-man in there because I feel like he should be an Avenger, even though he's not. What is that, six? Spider-Man I like as an Avenger. Yeah. I like him he because he's like half an Avenger. Yeah, and let's put uh, Captain Marvel Cara Danvers on there. There you go. That's my Avengers. And Mega Man. Yeah. And Mega <laughs> That is why I want to play Marvel's Capcom Infinite. Because it's yeah. Marvel characters with Mega Man and Zero. Yeah. And they're fighting... Sigma, uh, Ultron Sigma. Yeah. How crazy is that? Um, oh, there's another thing in the chat I wanted to read, but I, I lost it now. James, do you watch Futurama? Do we watch Futurama? Futurama is the second greatest show of all time behind The Simpsons, obviously. Behind the, the uh, Terminator DVD yeah. show. Uh, somebody asked what color Joy Cons I prefer playing. I lost it in the chat. Uh, oh. Tim asks, what color Joy-Cons do you prefer playing with? I prefer playing with the black Pro Controller. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't really care. I don't look at the controller when I'm playing, yeah. it, so it doesn't matter what color. I just like how, depending on what color Joy-Con you have, you take it off and you slide it back in, the little bar that comes up is the same color as your Joy-Con. Yes, except, for, think... my, except for my gold ones. Right. Um, I did purchase a decal for the back. That's why I sanded off okay. the back thing. I purchased a decal for it. Hopefully that'll cover up the scratches. If not... Um, maybe I'll paint it first because I also do, I wish this red was more red. This is yeah. like a this is like a like a an orange ish like light red. Yeah. I want it to be like a dark red, like it is like the Famicom. Is. Yeah, but I got a black decal to match the Famicom theme. <sighs> All right. Uh, well, what, what do you have to say for yourself? Uh, I don't know. I'm good. Maybe for more. Or do you want to just? Say, yeah, no. Redness red is I would put Thanos, Goku, Naruto, Mario, Master Chief, and Knack on Avengers. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolf Den Live is every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on youtube.com slash Wolf Den. If you can't make it, that's not a problem, bro. We put this up again on Thursdays, the whole show archive version, and you can leave a comment there and we will answer it on the following week's Wolfden Live. Or, or, if you prefer to listen to us in an audio setting, audio only, no visuals, that's cool too. We are on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play as an audio podcast. And if you're there, subscribe to us there and rate us and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. If you want to support us, all you got to do is watch and subscribe. Mm -hmm. That is it. But if you want to support us more, we now have these sponsors. Uh... The link is in the description if you're not here right now. Or you can just go to gaming.youtube.com slash wolfden or just search us on gaming.youtube.com. 
and there's a little sponsor, green sponsor button. Our sponsors right now are Fred, Samoan Stig, Robert, uh, Batka, Mike, Timo, have, have Have more pronounceable names <laughs> if you're going to sponsor. Uh, Tyler Hawley. Thank you for sponsoring us and supporting our channel. Next time, I'll not forget to unmute the computer so we can hear the alerts. But if you su subscribe or whatever that's called now, sponsors, you you will show up on screen and it'll be all pretty. You will have uh, we'll come up with perks with more perks right now. The the only perk is that your your name has a little thing next to it in the chat and you can use the little Sonic emote if you just click the little emote button. Also, you have special access to our closed, to one of the closed channels in our Discord server. You can also have special access to that same server if you subscribe to me on Twitch. So you can either subscribe here or subscribe on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash BobWolf, which I will be at in about a half an hour. And if you subscribe to me there, you get a free sketch card. There's a, I'm showing a lot of things. There's a lot of things yeah. to show. We got to have a more concise situation for this. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll stream more too now that YouTube has this deal going on yeah maybe i'll stream some mario maker remember when i used to do that oh that was fun. that was the only game i liked streaming yeah that and i like destiny but uh, uh no i'd rather stream mario maker yeah. uh so thank you guys for being here like all those meat faces that we're getting in the chat and now i can make two more two more emotes there you go and they're gonna be this pretty much the same thing <laughs> all right thank you guys see you on twitch in half an hour goodbye everybody bye Ho, 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 what can I get you? Hey, Santa, a pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells, I should switch to Metro. It's smart, you should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. Ho, 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 what can I get you? Hey, Santa, a pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells, I should switch to Metro. It's smart, you should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.